I'm Alicia. I'm a mother. I'm a black woman. I'm intelligent. I love to travel. I'm beautiful. And I speak my truth. You are listening to the Speak Your Truth podcast series. everybody it's alicia and happy tuesday we are back for another episode of the speak your truth podcast series now i want to set some context for this episode before we dive into it this episode um is near and dear to my heart and i know i've only had a few episodes but so far this one means the most to me because it is an actual therapy session that i had with my psychiatrist i really want to educate people about mental health and going to therapy and seeking help. Uh, Too many, far too many people really think that therapy is all about sitting down and someone is telling you what to do when it's really unpacking and unloading your issues and discovering all about yourself. It's about learning how to be introspective and continuing to grow and build on to the greatness that you already have within you. You just have to have someone help you pull it out of you, all right? So I do want to say um, that the therapist's name is kept confidential. Um, If you want to learn more about this therapist and learn more about his practice, please send me an email at speakyourtruth at iamalisha.net. But without further ado, let's get into this episode. Okay. <laughs> I know you can catch me up in a whole lot of different directions, but <laughs> I know I just want to get straight to the point today. Mm-hmm. So, um, since the last time we met, I think it's been some months, mm-hmm. and I've been on an introspective journey of like transparency and growth, and like from that, I started um, a blog series, a website, mm-hmm. a podcast, like all all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I have come to the realization that I have a fear of commitment. Mm. So I've I've started date like at right right after I stopped coming. You mm. know I I was dating, but you know I'm still dating and you know I guess auditioning people whatever. <laughs> but. I get one thing like that. It's that two month mark, and then mm-hmm. I'm done. You got down to a science now. Y- yeah, like after t- like two months, and mm-hmm. so th- there's been someone in my life mm-hmm. um, for the last two and a half ish months, and and I do really like this person, but mm-hmm. then all of the doubt starts kicking in. I get afraid of. Um, just one per- that's that's what I think all the time like one person like how can I be with just one person like how can I get everything I need from this person how can how how do I give everything this person needs then I get afraid that um I like attention I I guess I feel like I need validation for I don't know what but I'm like all of the attention will stop and what if it doesn't work out and I just I'm really afraid um I'm one of those people that it's like I want to be in a relationship but I'm like I'm really afraid to be in one because I'm like oh my god like I'm going I'm going to cheat it's the commitment <laughs> part of that's that's yeah. like the idea of having someone but like you said like shit 
all my eggs are in this one basket. Yes, yeah. exactly. So even when people, when a guy, I should say, uh, would say like, should I start curving other people for you? Should we talk about this? And I'd be like, what no. Are we? Yeah. And I'm like, no, we, we just, you know, we taking yeah. it slow. <laughs> And that's why I feel like I used to be a man in my other in in another life because it's like with me I was able to just have casual sex with a person and it was like no emotion at right. all like no no attachment none mm-hmm. and the thought of the relationship just really scared me but it's like I'm on the I guess on the path to discovery I want to discover I guess why and just really work on how to become better at with the with the idea of commitment I guess <laughs> you were saying why but you didn't you didn't flush that out why but like why? but like like why am I this way and like where did this issue stem from and I'm like it has to have stemmed from somewhere because I've been in a relationship before in right. high school you know and I and I dated that guy for four years till mm-hmm. I was 20 but then after that, I've never really had too much of a serious relationship. And then mm-hmm. it was my son's dad, and I wouldn't necessarily call it serious, right. more so codependent. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I was been single for the last four years since he, you know, my son was born, right. and um, you know, I just am, I'm I'm like, okay, I, I think I'm I want to work on myself, and I I think I'm ready. But it's like I need mm-hmm. to get to the root of some of my issues before I actually try to be in a relationship with someone if that makes sense yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, and I, I think you know I, I'm liking the way that, that you're unpacking it as far as okay this is a journey this yeah. is not just you're going to have one conversation and boom it's all figured out right um, but then I also I'm, I'm hearing Because I think certain things you may have an answer for, but you just may not necessarily like the way that it it lines up to what you're telling yourself you want to be and who you want to be. Because when we were having regular sessions, it was this goal of bucket list by 30 or check off by 30. Yeah. Right? Still working on it. Okay. All right. But but I'm saying, how does that fit? with the fact that if you want to be genuine and transparent with yourself, mm-hmm. the easy answer would be, well, shit, you're just not ready. Yeah, I guess that's, yeah. And what does that say for you lining up with the idea of you had for yourself by 30, you should have all these things? Mm-hmm. And it's, well, I didn't put a time limit on the personal stuff, I more so put a time limit on the professional okay. things like writing Fair a enough. book and Fair traveling enough. and starting a scholarship okay. fund. There's no time limit for me about a relationship because one, mm-hmm. when I when I do get into one, I want to like mm-hmm. ease into it. Like I, I'm not one of those women that just is desperate for mm-hmm. companionship or mm-hmm. I don't feel like I have to race you know, to the altar, and there, there's no biological clock telling me, like, okay, girl, you got to do this, and it's right. like, I already got the kids, so, <laughs> I mean, a, a relationship would definitely be nice, I'm a whole person, I'm still learning more about me every single day, because I'm young, but I'm like, I don't think a relationship is necessary, but, I mean, 
you know, you would you would like to have one eventually to, you know, experience life with and share life with and travel with because, like, okay. you get lonely. <laughs> All right. So, so but, 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 okay, experience life with, share life with, mm-hmm. and travel with. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, it's somebody to love me, too. All right, let's keep it watching because what you're saying right now, if I'm allowed to go there, it's kind of superficial. It's like, that's a girlfriend. Yeah. That's your ace boom cool. You're supposed to do that shit with. So, right? You can share life with, but if you're talking about the more meaningful part uh, portions of having a mate, husband you know that type of thing yeah you know let's flesh that out as far as what that actually means well i don't know i've never been mm-hmm. taught that I, I don't know what it means but, but here's the thing though you get to be in the driver's seat mm-hmm. as far as what that means because there's now there's not a one size fit all when it comes to values and that's what we're talking about right now we're talking about your values and what you feel like you would bring to the table for a mate and what mm-hmm. you would be looking for a mate to bring to the table together and in, in, in how you would fit together yeah. with that, right? So you start with the things that you've been through, mm-hmm. right? I got that, yeah. You got that part. <laughs> you're, you're clear as far as, you know, the things, you know, we've talked about that. Yeah. You know, put that stuff out there. But going back to the part where you're allowed to say, okay, this is going to be number one priority, this is two, or whatever. Um, going back, before I get sidetracked, mm-hmm. what happened to the guy in the army? Uh-uh. Dude, he got on my nerves. I, I had to let that. <laughs> I had to cut that one loose. <laughs> like, uh-huh. just... The, the, it, the whole age difference thing is like, God, no, nah, that won't go younger, right? Yeah, and acted as such, so I'm like, I can't even do it. How so? <laughs> just saying dumb stuff, just mm-hmm. stupid, just stupid stuff, and um, he didn't have any kids, so stuff about kids or being a parent? No, well, just I can't even explain it. He would just like say dumb stuff. I don't know. It just it really got on. He just really irritated me, like you know. And then he didn't have any kids, so like what he didn't understand is that I may make a plan, and that's what any guy, honestly, yeah, one of the reasons. Yeah, when I'm a single parent, mm-hmm. I we can have plans set in stone, mm-hmm. but like my plans can cancel just like that if a babysitter doesn't mm-hmm. come through, and I'm like, that's what I need. Right. You to, like I, I did ultimately. My son comes first, yeah. and then he was just he irritated. No, and it's like, well, bring him with. I'm not bringing my son on no date. Like, <laughs> right. no. And then I don't like bringing my son around people if I don't know if I'm not sure that it's going to be, you know, a substantial yeah. relationship. So it's like, I know. So I'm like, I had to cut that all the way off. No. The only reason why I'm I'm, I'm tempted to kind of jump back at that is because <laughs> of. At a particular time, certain checks were, were being made as far as what you thought were good. Because I, I want you to be able to go back and not say that that was wasted time, that you actually learned something from that. So mm. I want you to be able to sit with the things that actually annoyed you so that you don't <laughs> waste time repeating those certain things when those red flags about the things that he... Yeah. You know, because first of all, you already had this thing about younger people, right? Yes. Right? But you gave him a pass. I did. Right? Yeah. So what else did you learn as far as 
from him or yeah. just the situation? From him, from um, him, the situation, however you want to unpack it. Well, really learning that someone that takes the time to really get to know me, and that's something that no man has ever really done. It's only been about sex, and that's it. So someone that can sit and listen to me talk about random things mm-hmm. all day long right. about Harry Potter or mm-hmm. about guess what I heard or guess what article I just read. So that that got bumped to the top of my list, which I created because after mm-hmm. that, I really had to sit down and think about, okay, what do I offer and what do I actually want? Mm-hmm. Because there have been times where there have been times where men will ask me, like, what do you want? And I'm like, well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I definitely learned. And they were saying in a relationship. Yeah, like, what, mm-hmm. what do you want from a guy in a relationship? And mm-hmm. I was a little, what's the word, shallow, where all I want, everything was monetary. And I'm like, well, I want someone to buy me things and take me out to eat and do mm-hmm. this. But I, and that's what I kept getting, but I was like, there was no, there was, yeah, and it was no connection. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I got to think a little bit deeper. And then I got to think about my son. How do I want my son to see someone treat me? Cause he already Mm -hmm. don't see his parents together. So I'm like, you know, so then I started digging. So I made a list and I'm like, I want someone that, you know, is in tune with God and, is this is this is this like just a list of qualities that went a little deeper than money and um you know in order to prepare for that i'm like i need to keep working on myself because i was proud like because you know the 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 marine guy lasted longer than like my typical three months Mm -hmm. not only (laughs) two months but you had this whole separation thing and you i remember it being left this cliffhanger this crossroad where yeah. I'm going to be away. And I understand if you go ahead and do your thing. And yeah. if you're still available when I get back, then we can see what it is. And I was totally, un- like, with that. You gave you a hall pass, basically. Yeah, but like after that first month, it was out of sight, out of mind. Like he was totally just out of my like, just literally. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know if that's normal or what, but I'm like, okay, I'm done with this now. Like, mm-hmm. that's it. Okay. And. I, doing this blogging and stuff, I felt compelled to come back because, oh my God, there are so many guys who could have been potential life mates, but it's like the way that I just left them high and dry, I I always kind of wonder what, how, how I leave them feeling and it's like a sense of guilt that I have, so, yeah. But then I'm like, if they could just understand, it's like, it, you know, it, it wasn't you. Like, it really was me. Like, I just got afraid of a I always got afraid of a relationship. Always, always, always. Whenever it was put on the table and they would always tell me, like, man, you like a dude. <laughs> <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. I, I don't want to mix my clients up. But didn't you tell me that you don't like that saying, like, things happen for a reason? Yes. Because, like, I don't know. Some I don't know if things really do happen for a reason. I mean, life is, is life is life because I'm like if things happen for a reason, it's like why did why did I date this person for a few months and then why was I over him? Like like I don't know. Like what was the reason for that? I don't know. I don't know. I never 
running away from certain from this even conversation about it. So if, if if you're saying you don't know, and I'm not saying that I have the answer, but we can talk about it. Yeah. Because I feel like my two cents would be things are supposed to happen for us to be able to look at it mm-hmm. and say, okay, what did I get from that? And most of the times when stuff happens, if we did that with everything, we would never get anything done. Right. But for the things that mean something, mm-hmm. yes, you can sit back and when you got some quiet time and some honest time to be able to say, what did I learn from that? Is this a pattern? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> so I honestly... What I can, the the thing that I did take from that whole situation is that, wow, like he lasted more than two months and I remained interested um, for that time. But then it's like when I, I have flaws too, but then it's like when you start irritating me and just being clingy and needy, I'm like, I don't, I don't need that. So. Right. And you're attributing that to his age. Yes. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. I think that may be a mistake because... That type of behavior can come, you know. I I think this was his age. I don't know. He he was just very irritating. And even to this day. Just just talking about it. Yeah, because it's like he can't even get the point. And it's like, like yesterday, it's like, oh, you know, I want to. Because, like, I removed him from, like, Snapchat everything. And um, it's like. And, and messaging me on Facebook like, oh, you know, I, I want to go get something to eat. I'm like, okay, well, go get something to eat. Wouldn't you take that as like she don't want to talk to me, but he just can't get that so through his head? So you officially have him say, yo, we not going there no more. Yes, several times. Yeah. Co- yes, I have. Oh, and I'm okay. like, I'm like, I don't. I'm like, look, and I'm like, I don't want to lead you on and provide false hope because he's. Like, I don't see how we went from talking every day to you not want that. And I'm like, I don't want to provide false hope. None of that. I said, I'm. I'm. I don't want to be on that level with you. I'm not interested in pursuing you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do none of that. Like, and I've said that. <laughs> Several times. So. But in his mind, do you think it's some shit just out of the blue? <laughs> it could be. Okay. <laughs> it, it could be. Right. But I'm like, I'm being direct. And like, I've never been direct before because like, previously when I would have the guys and just like leave them high and dry, I wouldn't even text back. You say anything. You no. Just yeah, exactly. That's the word. But it's okay. like now I'm being direct with you and I'm like mm-hmm. like I I'm not on that with you. It's mm-hmm. like you're not like he's not someone I see myself building with or being with long term. And I'm like you only 23. You ain't even hit 25 yet. So I'm like you still got the rest of your 20s to kind of mm-hmm. like live out see what you want you know and men mature slow more slower than right. women so i'm like i i need to stick to the mm-hmm. 30 to 35 age bracket not saying that they mm-hmm. won't that they'll be extra mature but they'll have a little bit more life experience right. than that i need right. okay so in your mind you felt like you did give them a little more explanation than you've done other than i've than ever you. done right. you like hey <laughs> I can right. only tell the so truth. I, I, I agree. I think that that's that's healthy. You you put it out there. You've yeah. gone beyond your comfort zone of what you normally would do. Yeah. And he still didn't get it. That's for him to kind of work out. And I and I never told the guys because I was always afraid that <laughs> they would be like angry or upset with me. Like I could never be just like upfront and honest. Like I was always into playing games and like, um, 
even with the idea of relationships, it's like, oh my God, if I just come out and say that I'm in a relationship and all these other little minions, I guess you call them, then they're going to be mad at me. Uh, that's like a real fear. You don't under that. That is like anxiety and pressure. Like if I come out tomorrow, like I'm not really into fate the announcing things on Facebook, but like if I, if someone hits me up and, and I say, Hey, I'm in a relationship right now. And then like, Oh, but I've been trying to get at you for the right, last, and right. like I just don't want to deal with that. That's the hard part. To be seen as the bad guy, or yeah. be seen as the one I was playing around. Like, well, why did you leave me on? Type thing. But. I mean, it could. I don't think I lead anyone on. Okay. I, I I don't think that. Okay. But I'm like, I hope no one would think that something serious is going to come from something casual. But that's okay. just me. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, I'm afraid that who I am as Alicia, mm-hmm. as this single, young, beautiful, fine. But I, I'm afraid that my image is going to change as somebody's girlfriend. Like... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I, like I, I'm afraid that I won't be single and fabulous anymore. I'll be somebody's mm. housewife. So there we go. That, that now we're getting more to the fear <laughs> uh, of the commitment, what it's rooted in, because it it is a a, a sort of a death of yeah. you being single. I mean, you you just can't like when I became home. a mom, it was mm-hmm. like like even now I still mm-hmm. try to keep. Alicia pre-mother alive and it's like now I'm a mom it's like I mm-hmm. I wipe my son's butt and it's like there is nothing <laughs> sexy about that so I'm like I've, I've already had a piece of me taken away from me when I when I decided to become a mother but I'm like if I get into a relationship I'm gonna be so down and people gonna act me expect me to act differently mm-hmm. they will expect you to act different why because like because you were a reflection of like okay well I I could just speak from being a mom Mm -hmm. so like I've always been a party girl I like wearing revealing things Mm -hmm. I like drinking that's that's what I like to do I I like to party and people will say things like isn't she a mom and I'm like okay I'm a mom but I'm Alicia directly after that like why do I have to change who I am because I'm a mother like What 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 does me being like? I take care of my son. He's clothed. He's well. He's clad because clothes isn't right. He's clad. Mm-hmm. He's fed. Mm-hmm. I like he's a, a well adjusted young yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, why can't I still be me and be a mom? And people like mothers get so much shit for like for for be, like I still want to be myself too. But I'm like now that I got this mom title, mm-hmm. people expect me to act a certain way. Even with my podcast, like I cuss a lot and I talk about. Mm-hmm adult things right and now she got a son and i'm like so so what and then i'm afraid that if and when i become this girlfriend Mm -hmm. i have to be this kind of like housewife and Mm -hmm. then i can't wear the same things anymore and then Mm -hmm. i can't I, I like another piece of me is going to die and, and I have to sacrifice that to be in a relationship that I hardly know I even want mm-hmm. even though I do kind of want it <laughs> I'm just scared that I'm I'm going to have to change adjust I should say like alter some of the things like prime example 
when I go out, I don't like to wear undergarments. It's ugly. It's unsightly. Like, I, I hate when I see women out and I see, like, they underwear line. Like, that's so ugly. So, it's like, I don't, like, and I was talking to this guy. He's like, oh, you might have to change that. And I'm like, see, this is starting already. Like, I, I don't change me. I don't, like, don't change me. And that's one of the reasons why I'm kind of like, ugh. But then I'm like, will I risk someone really getting to know me and being head over heels for me for some underwear and I'm like I I think I might I don't know I don't want I don't want to be changed I still want to be me well that's why I, I think that the odds are in your favor to say that you can be your genuine self and not feel like you have to choose between that and finding somebody who's with that yeah that, that's what the, the whole relationship is about this is 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 these choices is all these people out here when we come in all different flavors yeah. one <laughs> but you gotta know you gotta yeah. you know, can't be with the false advertisement as far as what flavor are you and if you you know you're at, you're in an interesting crossroad as far as in, in your life at, at that age of, as far as feeling like well I'm mature right mm-hmm. I, I'm mature because for one I'm a mom Right. But I also feel like I, I've been, I've got some life experiences that also makes me mature. And I guess in your mind, um, certain people have to reach a certain um, point in their life where you can start looking at them as being mature as far as coming through having certain uh, experiences. Right? Yeah. They have to go through some things. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. But I'm saying kind of like you're caught in the middle because <laughs> you don't want kind of what you're advertising though <laughs> like you want the the young carefree type thing but yet <laughs> you get what I'm saying yeah because I mean I'm not gonna lie I'm, I know what you're saying but I mm-hmm. agree with that sentiment I want to do what I want to do but it's like you can't <laughs> mm. <laughs> I don't know why. Because, like, so, I don't, I know this about myself. It's like, if I have a boyfriend, let's say if I go out, I didn't know that it was against dating rules to accept drinks from other guys. I guess that's frowned upon. But I'm like, I could do that. But it's like, my boyfriend better not be out here buying other women drinks. So, I don't know why I think like that. No, no, I, I think in, in the culture that that's acceptable because it's, it's, it's a, it depends on, you know, the context. For most times, it could just be a courtesy. Hey, here's a drink. I'm, I'm sitting right here and I'm ordering. Yeah. I'm like, Boom, it's just a courtesy. I'm going about my day. But if I'm like really on that, the, the drink is my icebreaker. Yeah. And then okay. What's your name? And what's this? Exactly. So another one. But I'm like a woman can receive drinks and turn a man down. I don't think a man could like buy a drink and not want to no. think the woman is cute. So right. I'm like I can accept drinks, but you can't buy them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I um I don't know. I just wanna like I I don't know. I just have this fear of relationships and I really I really tried to think really hard where did it come from because I'm like I've been in one before so I'm like where did it start I don't know and you think that the you said you were with him throughout high school right yeah from like 16 to age 20 
Okay. But do you think that that's a fair comparison to what it would be like as far as loss of identity if you were to do that as a grown person? Like date someone for four years? Well, life, whatever it could be. Something, let's just use the word long term. Mm-hmm. Do you think that your experience as a child, you know, 16 years old, you, you know, mm-hmm. up until, you know, where you start, you know, kind of feeling yourself in 21, do you, do you think that you can compare that experience to how it would be now as a grown person saying, I get to make certain choices? No. Right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, you can't necessarily use that because you didn't have all, all the experiences that you have now. Yeah. That's true. Um, and then it's like after that, I just don't know where this issue could have started. And then it's like I do know that I became hypersexual. Like, you know, it was easy. And it's like I didn't need emotions. All I just needed was my body, and that's mm-hmm. it. Like, so. But it was never a relationship with the, well, a real, like a, a int- well, what am I trying to say? It was never a exclusive, like, I wasn't dating those people. It was just so, cash, yeah, it, right. and that was it. Are you still trying to go back to saying that that was a problem or that is a problem? I didn't feel like it was. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> but I, you- but it, it, it could be, I don't know. I think, you know, you, one of the things as clinicians we use to define something as a problem is trying to look at and see how it affects other areas of your life. So if I have somebody who's drinking, mm-hmm. is your drinking causing you to miss work? Is it causing you to get moving violations? Mm-hmm. Is it causing okay. you to be isolated from your family? Mm-hmm. So that's an example of a something a that you can kind of use to, to be able to differentiate something just being maybe something a character thing that you can work on or some an actual problem um well let me think about this because i i do see that my sexual my casual relationships Mm -hmm. they did interfere with me actually getting to know someone um, on a different level, and then it, I based my self-esteem on that. So, I mean, I guess that could be problematic. Okay. Um, and I got, like, the ultimate validation from that. Like, from that. So, mm-hmm. I, I guess it could be problematic. Okay. Yeah, I mean... It- if, if if we want to just leave it right there with those things as far as if you're going to put your validation on you just on an act right mm-hmm. on being intimate with somebody but it's not the full level of what intimacy could be mm-hmm. you know because it's just an exchange and I don't really even know you like that. And if yeah. something, you know, your mother's going through something, what you calling me for? We just had, you know. Right, it, it exactly. Yeah. Know, that's not the connection. Yeah. An intimate connection comes from 
actually caring and giving a damn about the other person and what's going on. But before you can get to caring, you got to get to knowing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, 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 yeah, if you want to unpack it and look at it that way, yeah. I mean, that kind of could get in, into the way of the getting to know, and especially so if some people or men are on the same thing, and that's kind of all they wanted too, then... Yeah. What are we having a conversation for? You know, this is just a physical thing. Yeah. Right? That's how I looked at but it. But you, you, you can't go backwards. You can't right? unring that bell. <laughs> right. There, you don't strike me as a type to go back to some of these people that you left high and dry and be like... Absolutely not. You're not going to revisit that. So no. So you just take this information and, and move forward. Okay. But you, you're going to be moving forward with the clarity of relationship is risk relationship is putting you know some of the pressure and some of the um, what's going to happen on the other person it's not just on you it doesn't necessarily matter if you feel like you got all your shit together mm-hmm. and now okay it's time for a relationship mm-hmm. what if they ain't there yet <laughs> right I know, and that's one thing that makes me afraid too. Is that I'm going to run into somebody that's like me, that's exactly <laughs> like me. Whereas, like when I'm actually finally ready, I'm gonna meet somebody that's like me, mm-hmm. that leaves me high and dry. Like I feel like that's going to be my karma. It's mm-hmm. another way of saying that it hasn't happened to you yet. Uh, well, my my son's dad really. Oh my God, he really effed me up, man. When I t- like this, and I I, th- I told you that I met him when I was eleven, and kind of like on and off kid things. Mm-hmm. So then when I finally met up with him as an adult, again that pattern kicked in. I didn't take the time to know that he just wasn't was right. an irresponsible being. Right. So then we broke up when I was pregnant, and then you know he was cheating on me all the time, and. Literally just, like, left me high and dry for somebody else. And then it's like, I'm this new mom, and I had to learn how to deal with all of these issues and emotions. My son was sick. So I'm like, man, like, wow. And I didn't relate the two at the time. I'm just feeling like, dang, what did I do to really deserve somebody to treat me like this? So, but now he's in jail, so. He's back in jail? Mm Mm-hmm. That's his second home. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I remember, you know, you were saying that you were kind of helping him with, or he was asking for help. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't want to build mm-hmm. a codependency, and the codependency is is mm-hmm. is every time mm-hmm. he goes to jail. And let's say mm-hmm. I do get into a relationship, I don't need my son's father calling me to mm-hmm. ask, "Can you put some money here? Can yeah. you send this? Can you send this?" And it's yeah. like, I don't, I'm not doing that. Did you did you maintain that that? those boundaries with him or did you eventually help him out with some certain things in the beginning i helped out because i felt bad and then when i realized i'm like okay this is a little codependent because this motherfucker wasn't even calling to check on my son so it's like why am i taking care of a grown-ass man and this son that he helped me to make so i'm like no i'm not finna do this and it's like I don't even want to put money on my phone because it's like you barely called my son when you were out and about and had your freedom. Right. But I'm like, now you finna bug me to bring him to come see you and to and to put money on my phone. It's like, I don't right. have time for that. Okay. All right. So let's explore that a little bit. So we're saying, 
experience where you did question why am I being treated like this? Yeah. I I was depressed and then I um tried to commit suicide because the depression got so overwhelming. Um, it, it was that, that two years of my life, I can never get back. I'm thankful for it, but that it was bad, just bad. And I'm like, wow, I can't believe it. I wouldn't even wish that on. Well, I would wish that. No, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. <laughs> I wouldn't want nobody to kill themselves. <laughs> So, I'm also trying to better understand, besides the intimate relationship and whatever that was about, as far as the value that you placed on that, um, so you had known him for a while, since 11. Mm-hmm. So, this was somebody you felt like you knew and he knew you, like... Yeah! Don't do me like that. We know each other. We've been yes. for all this time now. Yeah, exactly. Right. But then you realize, I realize, I'm like, I mm-hmm. never knew this person as an adult. Mm-hmm. The most, the majority of our lives, we knew each other as kids. And then mm-hmm. five of those years, he was in jail. Mm-hmm. So he's writing letters back and forth, you know, when I was in high school and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I never really mm-hmm. was around this person right. as an adult ever. So, so there we go with something else to be aware of is when you're actually projecting what you may think this person is about. <laughs> yeah. And, and the holes that you have in yourself, mm-hmm. when you project, you're going to feel it like, oh, and he's going to do this for me. And we're yep. going to do that. That's exactly what I did. And I want these things and I think these things, he cares for me, so he must want and think these things and have the same values as me. Exactly what I do. You can't do that. No, nope. can't color in another person. No, nope. that's their job. They get to do that. They yeah. Get to make that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I um, I, I I did learn that lesson really hard and I got a kid out of it and I used to be resentful of my son because I felt like damn I made this baby now I'm stuck with it (laughs) and I've I've, I've definitely worked through that I I love my son a lot Um, and I'm actually shocking myself I'm like I'm actually a pretty good mother I mean I still got some learning to do but you know (laughs) but yeah and I'm glad that you can even sit in that truth that it wasn't something that just came. All right, motherly instincts, let's go. Yes, you know exactly. Being a mother, it, it, it does not come natural to me. Even still, sometimes now, like when my son gets to like whine and I hate whining, and I'm like, talk to me, but I'm like, dang, Alicia, right. he's only four. Like he can't articulate yeah, as well. This, this window is is, is going to close. It's going to be a, a different window that's open. And he's going to be able to articulate very well. I like, know. So get ready. Yeah. So some sometimes I I have to be a little easy on him. I'm a little hard on my son sometimes. So. But I think if anything that we can go back and revisit from that that jewel as far as that experience when you do get to know somebody, you know, make sure that it's it's a genuine thing as far as what that person is presenting and not just what you are filling in the blanks of what's going on mm-hmm. in that relationship. Right? Yeah. So, and, and, and can't be afraid that it may take some time, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I think we live in a microwave speed dating type of yeah. need it now, 
yeah. type of environment. And I think that that's what was so cool about what I was liking about you before is like, I'm going to focus on my own thing. And, and a yeah. lot of times that's when stuff starts to unfold itself in a natural, organic way. It's like, you said it, you know, all the things that you felt comfortable in yourself and the things that, you know, professionally that you want to do. Yeah. Right? You can't force that other stuff. Right. Actually, um, become when I do when I'm dating, like I become celib- like celibate, like I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm like I, I told myself I'm like I I don't want to have sex with a potential person because I want to see if this person is actually going to put forth the effort to know me. Mm-hmm. But then too, another thing that I was thinking about were is were were was <laughs> was. My parents, I am, (laughs) was my parents, Mm -hmm. but my biological parents, because for some reason they're still married legally, like they're legally still married, but they haven't been together since I was five, Mm -hmm. but I've never seen, like since I was five, I've never seen them with just one person ever. My dad or my mom with my dad. They both switching them up. Yeah, so like my dad did have a, a consistent relationship with the lady that he cheated on my mom with for about for about 20 10, maybe a long time. Okay. So then he had another lady and then she passed away and then he kind of oh god, got with a friend of hers. Mm. Then left her and now he's with this other lady. Now, my mom just had a whole slew of boyfriends. I can't even count, yeah. honestly, just some of anybody. Um, mm-hmm. Then she became a lesbian, and now I think she's straight again. So, like, I, <laughs> okay. I don't know what my mom is doing. <laughs> okay. She's going through some things. She is, but, yeah. I didn't mean, like... I mean, kind of like literally, like she's going through. You know, she's tasting some. Different yeah, she. <laughs> she is, and I'm like, that's her life. Whatever makes her happy. But I'm like, I'm wondering if that can you inherit the those habits, I guess, from your parents. And I'm like, does like there's a strong argument to be made for that. Yeah, that's the whole nature versus nurture thing. You mm-hmm. know, that's been going on for a, a long time. I'm more on. The nurture thing I feel like you know if certain things are put around you and you have a little bit of will to say this is what I want those things that are around you can help you confine a certain things it's like a, a plant that can can grow up the wall if you put the little stick on it for the, it to be able to grow oh like yeah that. you know 
I would just be careful as far as focusing too much on that as an example because you're still on the outside looking in. You have no yeah. idea what your mom, you know, her stories as to why she's done what she's done. You know, for you, you know, some things. Yeah. But you don't know it like she know it. Right. Same thing with your dad. Yeah. You're the best knower of your own thing. That's yeah. why I said, you know, you can gleam a little bit from what's happening with that, but you don't have the context. And sometimes context is the thing that makes shit make sense. Yeah. Once you have the context as far as why they did what they did. So mm-hmm. I would just focus more on how you're feeling, what you're feeling, and what you want to do and what you want to be. Yeah. And give yourself some time, man. You know? <laughs> be so hard on yourself with it you know it, you know, it yeah. took you a while to develop certain patterns of thinking and it may take a while to totally divorce yourself from certain things as long as it's somewhere in the back of your mind start with that yeah make your peace with saying oh i i know better but right now <laughs> i'm just gonna be doing my thing and then you know yeah just try and make certain that you set yourself up so it's not difficult to make the choices that you want yeah, I do. I definitely do. It's it's still there, and it will take time, because it's like I, I, f- I know all the things. It's like I I know in my heart of hearts. I'm like, why am I risking a potential relationship for these losers that never really, you know, want, like wanted anything more? But it's like it's that whole fear thing where I'm kind of just stuck. Uh, any vacations coming up or anything like that? Anything I have a lot. I'm going to New Orleans in March. Okay. I'm going to Europe in May. Okay. I'm going to Vegas in June. Oh, and I'm going to Texas in April. <laughs> so I'm traveling a lot this year. So plenty of time for reflection, and that's all I was getting at. Is yeah. You know, you may be too close to things to get a, a, a very, you know, in tune idea of kind of what's going on and how your life is really shaking up and sometimes when you get a little distance mm-hmm. you know that's a real good time to be like okay let me see what's really happening <laughs> yeah how that's I true really like. I'll be traveling soon and and I, I do think about it all the time every day I wrote a blog about it like why because I, I'm one of those I hope you enjoyed the episode this week Always make sure you tune in every other Tuesday at 6 p.m. for the Speak Your Truth podcast series. Thanks for listening.